Hey, everybody. Start on the set. This is already ruined the podcast. Moment of silence. Everybody, welcome to episode 168 of the Gen Gaming Podcast. As you might as well have heard, this beautiful voice that you're hearing right now is the Jack of Hearts. And with me, as always, the dudes from Iowa, the freaking Buckeyes themselves. No. <laughs> Buckeyes? <laughs> gotcha. That's Ohio. Hey, there's some trees that grow them here. Well, anyway, the voices voices that you're hearing right down from the lovely state of Iowa. Thing one. Tyler, how are you doing? (laughs) Why am I thing one? I'm uh, I'm thrown off by that that nickname now, but uh, I'm doing well. I was doing well. I was thing one. Um, (laughs) uh, Doing good. This is weird. It's still weird to me when someone else hosts and asks me questions. I don't know how it works. Uh, I'm doing well. Is a is a long short week of work. Oh, yeah. Usually are, uh, but we are sitting here. It's Friday night, drinking some sweet potato ale. It's not bad actually. Very low alcohol percentage. I'm doing all right. Thanks for asking. That's How awesome. Oh, I'm actually doing pretty well. Just sort of tired after a long work week, and right now I'm, oh, man, I'm just feeling really good right now for some reason. But uh, yeah, oh, just. Like I said before, just play a little bit of games here and there. Just got done paying some bills, and right now I'm almost ready to crash. So, <laughs> the other voice that you heard all the way from Iowa, thing number two, Justin, how you doing? He's always Like you, I'm also feeling good, but I know why. Why? I'm drinking sweet potato ale as well. <laughs> <laughs> Are you drinking uh, from the same bottle? I'm feeling kind of numb. Yes. And it feels good. It's the sweet potatoes. Sweet potatoes. <laughs> That's awesome. But I'm doing good. How are you doing? Again. <laughs> <laughs> I'll ask how he's doing. It's kind of fun just asking. Just fantastic. He'll change. change his mind. But you're being cordial. So yeah, in the last ten seconds he's more upset now than when he was. <laughs> <laughs> and also, joining us, after almost a month, Tennessee's finest, Jake. How you doing? Um... Back, bitches. I'm doing well. How are you doing, Gabe? <laughs> oh my gosh, this is gonna be a recurring thing, isn't it? No, I'm, I'm not drinking uh, pumpkin now. Kind of wish I was drinking pump or or not pump, sweet potato beer. Kind of wish I was. Feeling I'm left out over here, but I'm doing well. And no, it's not gonna be a recurring thing. Okay, um, okay, okay. So, without further ado, like your credit uh, card info. Thing number three. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I actually made a deception with Jake because you know, just cause you know, 
<laughs> but anyway, let's go ahead and get into what we've been playing. And I'm going to go ahead and start it off because I got some things I want to say from what I've been playing. One, I have finished playing Doom. <laughs> Finally. I've beaten the main campaign, and I gotta admit, man, for a game that I never thought I would actually go forth and want to play, it actually sucked a lot out of me, which I thought was fantastic. You know? <laughs> the whole action bits of everything, it seemed like, that the gameplay was really cohesive, really fast, intense, and oh my god, that fucking mastermind, like, uh, boss at the end, dude, it was like, it... Literally, it felt like an old-school boss battle where you had to use every fucking thing in your inventory in order to take out that thing, man. It's just... Yes. It's just fantastic. You know? It just felt good. And that's the theme of this game, Doom, that's been re-released on the Xbox One, PS4, PC, and stuff. It's a game, a first-person shooter, where I played through, and I feel fucking awesome every time I play it because I... Like, just taking out hordes of demons. I'm going forth and I'm taking out these fucking bosses and stuff. I still say the cyber demon's a fucking dick, but other than that... <laughs> <laughs> Those last two levels in, in general are kind of a dick. Yeah, I kind of agree. Yeah, I, can, I agree. The last bits were the... Oh, gosh. What was that fucking AI? Um, multiple bosses from one of them. Like, there's like three of them almost. I think there was, like, three main bosses in that entire thing, though. Yeah. I mean, one of them he had to face twice, which was the Cyber Demon, which, once again, I thought he was a gigantic dick, which... Dude's awesome. Yeah, he was, a, he was an awesome boss battle, but the... I think he was... Now that I think about it, I think it was, like, the first, like, main boss. I know the second boss yeah. I had a really easy time with because I... Really? Yeah, I actually did have an easier time with him. Well, at that point... At that point, I upgraded the Goss shot and stuff to where I can get, like, uh, the precision shot and I can just move around, like, with while aiming. And so that made things a bit easier. So, oh, there was the Hell Guardians, I think it was, now that I think about it. The Hell Guardians, I thought, were easier, but... Nice. But, yeah, the Mastermind, man, that thing is fucking cool. That whole cinematic and stuff like that where... Once you get done beating the boss and stuff, it gets you that final moment where you can just go, just press down the R, the, the R three and stuff like that, and just fucking just start annihilating the shit out of it, dude. It was, yeah, that is cool. And I'll, I'll tell you what, man. I mean, not too many first person shooters hold my attention, but this game is a rarity that held my attention all the way through. Man, I haven't seen like a first person shooter that was really that, you know intense and that, like, cohesive since I played through Half-Life 2 a while ago, you know? Which, that was on the 360, so... Yeah, I, I think what helps that game is the fact that it's so fast that you never get a chance to be bored. Well, yeah, that's the thing, like, man. There's never, like, a dull moment. That's that's very true. Even with main games, like, uh, say, if you play, like, your random, like, Call of Duty games or something like that, you, put in a sense, you're gonna be hiding behind something, waiting for somebody to... Either go forth and get out of cover, or you're going to have to reload and do this other shit. The good thing about Doom is it takes away a lot of that shit. That whole unnecessarily, unnecessary like waiting stuff. And you're just constantly going, and you're not double thinking about anything. You just have to go forward and just start shooting everything. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> and, like, uh, it's cool because, like, it, it, it uh, not only do you usually want to kill enemies in games like this, but, like, in this one, 
It gives you health or ammo, depending on like, what you do or yeah, what you use. With the glory kills. Well, like, yeah. That stuff makes you just want to, like... Oh, it's almost like an enemy can be, like, a uh, oasis mm-hmm. at times when you're playing this game. Yes. So it's just like, oh, thank God you showed Especially up. Especially like the little minion guy. Saw you in half. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like... The, the imps, little, I think. Imps. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Got the imps. You got, like, those... Oh, gosh. You... Man, I've forgotten yeah, some of the names of the enemies. I know the yeah. imps because I faced a whole hell of a lot of them and I've gotten... Like, various, like, uh, goals completed and stuff because of taking them out with just mastering the shotgun and all that other stuff. You know, speak... shotgun? No, just the regular shotgun because there's it's the one thing where I can just zoom in and stuff and, like, do, like, incinerary blasts and stuff like that on. Oh, yeah. I think one of my favorite weapons throughout that entire game was the Goss shot. I mean, very much easily because taking out, like, two or three enemies with, like, just one blow and stuff like that or... Like I said before, going to the boss battles and just whittling down like about a quarter of their fucking health just like right then and there with so many shots left. That, man, that was very How useful. Use that weapon? I, th- I think the the Gauss Cannon and the uh, Rocket Launcher, if you get the, the, three, the, the three, three shot yes. with the lock on, and the Super Shotgun, the last couple levels are your best friends. Well, the thing about it is, I preferred like the Gauss Shot over like to the Rocket Launcher because even though when you did do, like, the rocket launcher stuff. I mean, you still had a tendency, like, say, to miss some shots if you were, like, really frantic. I mean, I mm-hmm. yeah. kind of did that a lot. But, uh... Yeah, I can see where you're coming from with the rocket launcher. I mean, I think the, the weapon that was the u- most useless was, like, the pistol of anything, you know? It's like, oh, yeah. Oh, without a doubt. Just yeah. like the original Doom. Yeah, like, after... Dude, <laughs> you get the... I would Something say, else, like, I'm never touching that ever I would again. say the original, the, the, the pistol in the original Doom is, is way more useful than the pistol in the new Doom. Yeah, it's not good. much. It's, it's like, because in the old one, it's only good for exploding barrels, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. But you can at least kill, like, the shotgun guys with it. Yeah. Pretty easily. Uh, the entirety of my playthrough yes, of Doom, the, the weapons that I used the least were the plasma rifle and the pistol. I love the plasma rifle. The plasma the rifle, the, the plasma rifle and stuff, I kept getting mad because I kept on, like, uh... I kept on like just figuring out why the hell am I being equipped with a fucking plasma rifle here? I want to use my yeah. shotgun. <laughs> oh it's man, just plasma rifle. It's just me not like uh, understanding how to switch my fucking weapons correctly or something. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. But I ended up like towards the end of the game switching my regular shotgun for the super shotgun because from one once you get the thing all like powered up to master it and stuff, it starts becoming a lot easier to dis- defeat some of the stronger enemies with the fewer shots than, say, having to zoom in on uh, the regular shotgun with the incendiary blasts or stuff like that. As far as, like, secrets goes, I mean, I tried getting as many of the little secret things as I can, but I can already tell this is going to be a game I want to go back to and play when I'm finished with other stuff. I mean, as of right now, once I finished the campaign, did this and that, I just uninstalled the game because I really want to try to play something else. I want to finish Uncharted 4 at least. I recommend it. But, uh, and that's just the next game I've been playing a little bit too. I mean, I played a little bit of Uncharted 4. I played through like a couple chapters of it, and it's it's really true what some people say. I mean, the beginning part of the game, the first, I would say, 8 to nine chapters, just starts off kind of slowish and stuff until, you know, it just starts becoming a little bit more, like, faster. I mean, right now I'm on, like, chapter 10, so it's, uh, it's starting to go forth and become a bit 
like, uh, yeah, quicker. I, I think 12 is where it really takes off. Yeah, really? The last half of that game, I love. Last half of the game. I know I know yeah. it's at least over, like, 20-something chapters, at least. So I, I think it's, like, 24. 24 or so? Yeah, I heard that. I've read that, too. But, uh... There's that, but I also I also did something today at GameStop. I, I stopped by GameStop because I've been making that a habit every paycheck. And instead of actually buying a game to try to play or something like that, I went ahead and pre-ordered Dragon Quest Seven for the 3DS. Oh, nice. I paid about half it, and I'm going to... Because I've been really craving an RPG, even though Pokemon's like a couple months away. But uh, Dragon Quest Seven, it sort of interests me because it's supposed to be like a remake of the PS1 classic that released all the way back in 2000, I think, in Japan. Cool. It was, so it was, a, it was a late PS1 release. But it's mostly intriguing because there's a lot of class-based systems you can go forth and do. Like from... There's this one class where you... you just, it's basically sort of like a shepherd. You dress as a sheep and you can do like... Uh, like a, a sheep stampede, sort of like a sheepede or whatever the hell, <laughs> to where, so to where you just summon a herd of sheep to stampede enemies, and they make them fall asleep and stuff. So it just sounds fun and interesting. Plus, the missions are supposed to be like each mission is supposed to be like a based upon like one town, one city, or something like that, and going through like many things. It it sounds like the perfect type of uh, game to play on the go. So I definitely am looking for something to play a little bit on my lunch breaks at work, so. But, yeah, other than that, that's pretty much what I've been playing. So, Tyler, what you been playing, man? Uh, <laughs> yeah, so this is going to be a rarity for me. <laughs> I honestly, outside of Madden, I have not been playing much. Okay. Uh, I've had Bound on our what we've been playing for like a month now. I've not played it. <laughs> uh, I, I talked about it then. And not that I, I, I played like the first two levels of it. And I, like I said, I think I said it back then. I didn't dislike it. It's just one of those games you got to be in the mood for. I just don't have been in the mood for those kind of games. It's kind of like an Abzu or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I've not been in the mood for that. I kind of want some more fast paced. So I'm playing a lot of Madden this week. I did pick up uh, Jotun. Okay. Did I say Jotun? Jotun. Yeah. Jotun, something like that. Jotun. Came out today on the PS4 Friday. Um, I played like the first 20 minutes of it from what I could tell it looks it's got some familiarities to um, Hyper Light Drifter uh, slower, slower paced game Color um, Splash Play slower paced some some uh, <laughs> some Dark Souls to it where it's like you have like a giant axe and you like you kind of attack slowly and you do a lot of uh, rolls and when um, you die you yell really uh, maybe I don't know <laughs> you just go to Hell. Maybe. Uh, my only concern right now is that the first 20 minutes I played, at one point I did die. Um, and I went back, but the checkpoint was really bad. Like, it was like half. So I, right. I got like 15 minutes of the game, and I went back to like 5 minutes of the game. Ooh. Which kind of sucks. Whoa. And there was this one point, and like, I got to like this one thing, and there's like these three pillars there. And like, this looks important. It looks like something, and there's like this rock. I'm like, okay. That's not, not the rock, but a rock. Um, was there, and I'm like, looks like something should ha- happen here. Like, there was two like ghost things, but there was on the on the two pillars. But the third one didn't have anything. I'm like, it's kind of weird. So I just kind of went on and I ended up dying. And I went back to right before I went to that point. Went through that. Went through the screen again. Went to that same point. Now all three of them had a ghost on the pillar, and then something happened. Like a, 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 an event happened. So I don't know if it was so a glitch. They were your ghost. No, it was like this. I don't know what it is. It's like some weird ghost looking things. But when you walk into them, they disappear. 
So I walked into him. Like the first time I went through there, it, none of this happened. I walked through him, but they just stayed there. And I went on to something else. Then I died and went back before that point, walked through all through there. I walked through them, and then like the, the rock thing, like it moved and opened a cave. And I fought this giant boss enemy guy. So I don't know if it was a glitch, because I didn't do anything different. Like, I don't know what triggered it. Um, so I don't know if that might be an issue or not. Um, but like I said, only 20 minutes, 20, 30 minutes into it. So I haven't played much of that. I plan on playing some more this weekend. Uh, I'm also picking up the Bioshock collection if we're going to have all, like, you know, pre-orders like that. Okay. So that's coming up on Tuesday. Uh, I plan on picking it up. And I might get ReCore. I'm thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, ReCore is like maybe for me as well. It's I, like... The only reason I'm thinking about it is I do have a coupon of $25 off at GameStop, a new game. I have enough points earned up for that. 15 bucks. Nice. I think so you have, I have the same. For you, that's how much we Yeah, cost yeah, I, I get it for 15 bucks. Um, or I can get it, wait till the used copy comes in, get it cheaper um, with the coupon and take some points. So I might nice. pick it up because be, I can get it for cheap. Because that game looks interesting. Um, but it just, it concerns me that, like, this game's coming out and I, like, I keep seeing people on Twitter and Facebook like, oh yeah, Recur comes out Tuesday. It's like, That's not a good sign. We'll see the Xbox done for it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of like, true. I, like, I, I kind of feel the same way and I hate it because new IPs are rare now. Yeah. It's oh, like, definitely. I shouldn't, feel that, I shouldn't feel that way for a new IP. It should be like, oh, cool, Recore comes out tomorrow. Well, I was really excited or, for it, but then it's just I, like... I was too with the first E3 trailer two years ago, or last year. Yeah, I, to me it's just concerning that, like, you're not getting a lot of publicity for it, and usually when that happens, it's just like, right, this game sucks, just get it out. So, like, usually that's there's kind of a correlation there sometimes. When a game kind of comes out, like a, a bigger first-party title, you probably, you know, you usually see some ads out there, some... At least yeah. on social media, some side I, I feel like this game won't be mediocre in any direction. It will either be like really good or it's not that good at all. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, it's definitely going to be you know? great. Or yeah, terrible. Yeah, yeah. So I'm hoping because from what I'm seeing from it, I think this game could be really cool. Just based for me, I think this game looks like it could be awesome. Uh, but I, I definitely, I'm probably going to wait for see what people are saying about it, and I might be a day up kind of thing for me when I go pick up Bioshock. I might pick that up too. If I was an Xbox um, One owner, I would definitely wait and see on ReCore. Only because, one, it is a new IP, and even though that system is sort of like starting for like like a good, like exclusive thing to enter into the holiday, it definitely seems like the type of game where it's like, okay, let's let's see, maybe, maybe rental personally in my opinion, but I just want to see the review scores. I want to know what exactly... Yeah. That's getting so into it's a great time for get the, the, that game to come out. Yeah, it is because like, the the load of games doesn't start till this uh, till like the tenth of October. Yeah, seventh like, Mafia would be the big one. Yeah. yeah, I mean you have the Destiny expansion coming out on the twentieth, but like yeah, like as far as big kind of titles coming out, it doesn't really start till early to mid October. Mm. So. It's very true. Yeah, so that's kind of what's been going on with me this week. Uh, sadly, um, I will have more to talk about the next week. All really right, sad. no problem, Justin. Your turn, man. Oh man. Okay. He's got. He's got. He's got to look at the list. See, we put it in there. Oh yes. <laughs> I have played a couple games here. One is Masturbation called Frenzy. the first one. <laughs> Masturbation. Sandpaper Frenzy. Deluxe. No. <laughs> <laughs> the first one is uh, DLC pack. Came up Pinball Arcade. Okay. Uh, for the PS4. Close. Uh, it's like I actually found like a really good deal on Amazon, so I bought the game. 
uh, for 11 bucks. It comes like 23, 25 tables or oh, something. Wow. That's good. Wow. It's like season wow. one, I think. That sounds the, like something better than Pinball FX. Yeah, like I haven't played much of Pinball FX, but like uh, this game, like uh, I got it because I, I wanted something kind of different to play. Like I, like a, it's really arcade like because it, <laughs> it literally is pinball machines. But like, uh, I just I really wanted to play something that was cheap. Like I said, eleven bucks, and uh, started playing it. And uh, the first one I pick, I think it was Medieval Madness, which I found out now is actually like one of the most famous. It's both like number one on most people's list, like most uh, the best pinball machine ever created. Huh. And uh, I just this game is like really cool. Like uh, basically, they they painstakingly went th- went uh, through all the effort of making uh, like each pinball game they have inside the game, like just like the real one, like down to like the tiniest like uh, details, like physics and everything, the sound effects, the lighting, uh, just even like kind of like the background of where you are. It's like a wall of like an old, like I think like an old brick wall. Like, like you're in an old pizza place or something playing this game. Like yeah. just, it feels like I'm really there. Like I get so into this game, it's like crazy. I, I found like a, a newfound love for pinball machines. I'm like super into pinball machines right now. Awesome. Uh, I actually looked up some places around town. Like, there's a web, like a, a app or a website or something that actually like lists all pinball machines in any area that you live in, and like, like, uh, like whether it be a bar, like an arcade, like which machines they have, so you can go check out different ones. It's pretty cool. Oh. Uh, so I'm gonna do some of those pretty soon. This game is just like, to me, it's like historically really cool. Uh, it's kind of inc- uh, I really love. My favorite thing about it when you when you first pick uh, a, a pinball machine inside the game for the first time, it will give you a brief history on it, which is actually like the most uh, fascinating part for me. Like Ooh. learning, like oh man, there's like I learned a lot actually like reading these things, like when pinballs first started getting like uh, actual words and like sound effects and like actually like there's people like like creators of pinballs and designers of pinball machines that are like almost like rock star status inside that industry like these people are really well known for making like great pinball machines and there's like one I think it was like Elvira in the uh, Monsters Madness I think or Monster Party Mm -hmm. and in the middle of it the guy that he was he made a bunch of ones beforehand that were really uh, famous too but he got like in a really bad motorcycle accident so like his his buddy that was working on it with him designing it and stuff um Excuse me. He uh, he actually finished it for him, and the guy survived, luckily enough. And uh, he kept making uh, more pinball machines, but uh, like just uh, besides all that though, like it just it's just really fun. It's like it's it, obviously it's really simple. Like just you know, R one and R two to hit the flippers. Then you uh, and even inaccurately like it like on some pinball machines you pull back the ball, and some you just push a button. To shoot the ball up, yeah, it's just like you can actually like go back with the control stick, the right control stick, or you can push X to just hit the button. You so like it actually goes with control the which power. one you're actually doing it with, yeah. Okay. And uh, damn, it's just fun. Like I just, I basically what I do is I, I, I'd start a new after I got like every star I could, like uh, or I like, got a really high score. 
I felt good enough, I'd move on to like another table. I've done that with every single one now, and like I kind of want to get like more, but it's actually pretty expensive. That's like the one downside to this game is like I think if I want to get every single table, there's like five seasons. It's like I haven't done the math exactly, but it's at least. Sixty to eighty bucks. Oh, per yep, season that's for, for all of them. <laughs> Holy yeah. shit! And, I mean, there's a lot, and damn, the, the quality of the game, like it's like almost tempting. But it's like, uh, I'm almost like I've been trying to look like look for a collection. Yeah. No, I, I, I think this game is great. It's really cool. If you're interested in just trying something new like that, and kind of nostalgic for like, there's not many arcades anymore and pinball machines. Check yeah, this game like out. there's this there's a place called. Uh, Chattanooga Pinball, oh. like down the road for me. Yeah, it's not nice. an arcade, but they sell like classic arcade stuff. Oh, right now I see a Shack pinball machine <laughs> that looks great for three thousand dollars. <laughs> oh, oh yes, oh yeah. I've also learned that pinball machines are very expensive. Oh yes, definitely. <laughs> you're looking at le- you're going to pay at least twelve hundred bucks. Yeah, that's a, a working pinball machine. That's that's on the low end. Yeah, I saw like, a... that's someone being kind of generous. I saw a freaking Soul Calibur 2 machine for 900 I was thinking about buying it. Nice. That's cool, man. Yeah, just, I don't know. Very cool playing this game. Uh, the next game that I've played is, uh, I got this for a good deal, too. It was like 24 bucks on Amazon. Mm-hmm. It was uh, Street Fighter Five for the PS4. Okay. And, like, I was always kind of interested in this game. This, like... Oh, it's a cool fighting game. I never really got into the older ones. Yeah. Uh, I played, like, Street Fighter 2 on the Super Nintendo a little bit, but nowhere near as much as something like Mortal Kombat. So, like, I'm going to get this game. It looks, it looks awesome. Like, I like the art style. Uh, it looks fast. looks interesting. Uh, the characters are cool. I like Ryu and stuff like that. And uh, so I ended up buying it. And there's, like, now they have a story mode. Oh, yeah. With, like, an, uh, an update that came out, like, a few months ago, I believe. Yeah, yeah June. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, June. Yeah, and uh, so I've basically been just playing through that with every character. I'm, I'm about like two-thirds of the way through with every character. Oh. And I've really enjoyed this game. Like, I actually love this game. I actually I actually think this is a... a Like, there's things I don't like. I don't like how, like... Kind of like my complaints in Mortal Kombat, the new one, X. Like, it's got the same problem with, like, levels. Like, there's, like, six levels. And, like, you go to look over, like, to the right or left... I don't think Mortal Kombat X actually sold more levels, but there this wasn't enough of them. Uh, Street Fighter V has the same problem. There's not enough of them, but you see more, and you can't even play in them. Like, it's just irritating. Like, it's cool. like, come on. Like, <laughs> it's just one of those situations where I just, I, it, it's kind of gross. Like, is it, is it DLC? It's DLC, oh. like, like okay. and you really only have, like, I could be a little wrong, but like, maybe six or eight levels to play in. I could be off a little bit, yeah. but like I think that's how many it is. And it just like I don't know, just kind of come on, like at least give levels, like enough levels to make you feel satisfied. Like six or eight levels in a game like this is just not enough, especially like nowadays. Like it's kind of ridiculous. But like all that stuff aside, like the fighting, uh, the way it feels to actually like play the game. It feels awesome. Like, I actually really love this game. I, th- I actually like it, and I'm not even a fan of Street Fighter, like like I am Mortal Kombat. This game, to me, is better than Street F- or Mortal Kombat X is to me. Hmm. Really? Like, it's 
Yeah, it, it, it just it feels more like I don't know. It maybe stays more. I don't want to say true to Mortal Kombat, but something about it. Like I, uh, I just I think that it does a better job with its name than like uh, Mortal Kombat X did. Just oh. personally, like it's it's really fun. Uh, like I don't have like a whole lot more to say about because all I've done with it is is the the actual not career mode, but like, yeah, story mode. Yeah, and it's it's been interesting and kind of funny. Just just stupid, kind of like the in my opinion, like uh, which the, I can relate it to the game with superheroes that are played Injustice. Yeah, yeah. Among Us. It's got kind of a story like that, but it's it's like it's not like. It's really shorter. Like, you pl- you pick a character, then you have like one or actually you have like three, three people you fight. And there's like a little story cutscenes in between, like kind of oh, like that. comic book stills. Yeah. So it's it's kind of got like a story. It's it's not really in depth. It's kind of fun. Like you guys are saying, you enjoyed. That's the rest of the beginning. Yeah. 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 Oh, maybe it has. Okay. So Kyle, they have like I guess they're doing like I think there's like an actual story mode that's like more like Mortal Kombat does. Oh. Like the never yeah Kombat. yeah yeah. I guess yeah, that makes sense. Like, yeah, I mean, I if you get this game for a good price, I recommend it. It's a really good, cool fighting game. It's one of those games I wish, like, it'd be fun just to play against, like, your friends online or yeah. in person or something. Just I've never played that game. Hang out, like, this. would not go well. Do something. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I think the last fighting play. game I played online was uh, Tekken 4. Or <laughs> oh, really? Or one, the, one, one of the Tekken games that was on the 360. It was terrible. Uh, I think mine was like Street Fighter 4 like not well I think it was like a few years ago honestly it was back when it still had the PS3 okay yeah it was like speaking of that online moves are just terrible this game's way better than Street Fighter 4 was on the 3DS (laughs) yeah it feels much better well let's be perfectly honest any almost any like game that's on the that uh, it's not a fighting game with the 3DS is probably going to be better than the 3DS version of Street Fighter 4. <laughs> Almost, yeah. I say. Yeah. Hey, Smash Bros. feels good. But, uh, yeah. Almost the, any of them. The Wii U I agree. versus Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Uh, Same principle. As long as it's not a handheld game, it's better. Yeah. Unless you're playing Smash. I've also been, I've also been playing uh, Metroid Prime Federation Force. Yeah. But looking at my forecast of upcoming games to play, I'm gonna wait till next week to talk about that. All right, okay. that's cool with you guys. That's one. I'm on the last Ooh. level, so okay. I should have it beaten by then. There's only three levels. I don't know what the fuck taking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, there are only three levels, but they all take four hours to beat. They're actually, only twenty minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the game for a month. What the fuck's he doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh actually, yeah. That's. I know next. I know next. Another thing about that game. Besides the trailers I'm watching, tracks. Yeah, I'll talk, I'll talk about it next week, though, for sure. Okay. No problem. Cool you in a little bit. So, well, in... Yeah, that's it for me. In the yeah. news. <laughs> Almost didn't know uh, what someone's going to fight about here, man. It's like, fight or talk about. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway. This week, there was a big old Apple event. Uh, you skipped Jake. Jake. Oh, damn it. That's right. I keep forgetting <laughs> that there's uh, another person here. My bad. Sorry, Jake. Jake, go ahead and talk about your walking. games. We all make mistakes. <laughs> I've been playing Newscaster Simulator. Uh, no. Uh, oh. Since I haven't been on, I've been playing quite a few games. 
most of which all evolve around or revolve around Pokemon. Ooh, both things. So be. yeah, and like evolve first, would uh, be better. That's the yeah. point. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, okay, I'm kind of actually before I get into it, I'm kind of disappointed with y'all to not keep up the Gabe's crap going. <laughs> oh, how he's doing? Yeah, I was gonna bring him back later, but now you ruined it. So it's whatever. <laughs> I'm, I'm just gonna never. How you oh, doing? But um, anyway, when I was playing uh, Pokemon Y, mm-hmm. and that game's story is so freaking awesome. Like it's probably the second best story, uh, in my opinion, next to uh, Pokemon Black and White. Yeah, okay. it's fucking die. It's great. Oh, uh, what was that, Tyler? Because Pokemon die. That's why it's great. Oh no! no, no. <laughs> I mean, it's not great. I mean, Pokemon yeah. like it They'll actually mentions Pokemon dying and whatnot. Giant Pokemon War, and basically a redemption story for one of the people you meet. The homeless guy. Yeah, basically a homeless king that's over three thousand years old. Yeah, it's, it's, it doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> Uh, but uh, I'm enjoying that, or I enjoyed that, which made me go back and play Pokemon Fire Red. Oh, cool! Which I don't have, so I had to emu- emulate it through a little fan game. So I had to go through that. But thanks to that, I also got to play with the uh, other Gen Three uh, Pokemon right off the bat, hmm. which is also good since. Uh, I don't have other copies of the games to actually uh, trade Pokemon back and forth with. I went through that, or I went through Fire Red in about a day and a half. Like, like I powered through it. It was wow. ridiculous. Wow, dude. <laughs> That's yeah. crazy. Gabe's like, Psh. I beat Pokemon Red like three times in one day. Oh, come on. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not that crazy. I think, the, I think the closest I got to speedrunning a Pokemon game uh, was I got the first three badges in 15 minutes and the original Pokemon Red. Oh. Oh, wow. I beat Pokemon Blue the first time in 80 hours. <laughs> Boom, bitches. Found it. Uh, but, yeah, it's like going back to those games in preparation <laughs> for Sun and Moon to come out was a good kick in the old... was great, actually. I might even finish that previous statement. Was fantastic and uh, like I started going back to play Minecraft again, which also involved Pokemon thanks to the mod. <laughs> I for some reason I keep going back to that game like months at a time. Like I'll play it like fast, like or uh, keep playing it like nonstop, and then I'll just stop playing it one day. Uh, then months will pass. I'll come back to right where I pick off. And unlike most games where that happens, I actually remember what I was doing huh. when I was last playing. Oh, it just which, comes right back to you. Yeah. That's it's cool. like Yeah, so it's like, oh, I'm breeding this Pokemon for this so-and-so. And I'll just keep doing that. And... With the, doing that type of stuff, the breeding and competitions and stuff like that for the server I play on, I decided to get into the competitive stuff for when Sun and Moon comes out. Yeah. So which required, which requires a lot of uh, 
figuring out what tiers or what Pokemon are in the top tiers and Ubers and found out that most of the Uber Pokemon are fucking legendaries and that's terrible. Yeah. I, I hate when people I hate when people use legendary Pokemon because like what's the point? Well that's just the thing though. Some legendaries are considered Ubers and stuff. I mean you have the obvious ones, you know, like uh oh boy, like say your Mewtwo's or your like Reshiram's Mewtwo's Delaga and Kyogre, Groudon, Rayquaza, Kyogre, you know, just yeah. stuff like that that'd be considered Ubers but, and stuff. But yeah. But uh there was one that fell out of place. It was like Dialga. What is the Dialga? God. Yeah, whatever. I can't pronounce the shitty name. I'm terrible with names, by the way. Uh, I know. He's, like... He still calls me Drew. <laughs> <laughs> After all these years. Shut up, Drew. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's like. One of the funny things I saw was like for Uber Pokemon, like a full list of legendaries, and then one uh, freaking Blaziken, like in between like Mewtwo and yeah. freaking Deoxys and stuff. And then like, I thought that was hilarious. It's the whole fucking speed boost Blaziken dealy. Oh yeah, dude, those things are mean. Like you uh, throw out Blaziken, use Protect on it, immediate like, speed boost, immediate speed boost, and then like basically you got. You, blocked a hit and uh even or even when uh someone switches out pokemon for that or like they counter this uh protect speed boost they get a speed boost for the switch uh speed boost for the pokemon setting up an attack so that's two free speed boost and protect failed on the if you do the switch protect fails which means they can use it a second time so that'd be three speed boosts. That was just, yeah. That was just like it's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. It was just one of the it was just one of the many types of uh, mega Pokemon that was going rampant upon like uh, the competitive scene for like even online when you were playing Pokemon like X and Y and Omega Ruby Alpha yeah. Sapphire. You had like a Mega Blaziken that you could basically use to where it gained the ability speed boost, which re- raised its. Uh, Speed stat by at least one at the end. Of, at the end of the turn, yeah, usually speed stat by one stage. And the thing about probably like twelve. And the thing about Blaziken and stuff, it's it is really fast, regardless of getting the speed boost plus like getting like the attacks and special yeah, attacks. Most times, it most times it has attack priority. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Like, the, I, I don't know this Blaziken guy. But if you yeah, gotta be a like, this is ball, uh, be mean too. This is uh, the Pokemon portion where me and Gabe just talk, <laughs> and no. everyone else goes to sleep. I'm listening. Louis, Louis, nah. right nah, it's definitely a, a weird. It's definitely a uber topic. I was just saying you'd be mean too, Louis. After about two minutes, you guys saw Pokemon. Louis just started licking his balls. <laughs> 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 But, yeah, it's like, uh, <laughs> the Blaziken is really mean, the only way I've managed to counter it, and, uh, the Minecraft server I play on is, I use, uh, once it gets played, I switch into Kyogre, yeah. which gets, which gives the ability for Drizzle, yep. which makes it rain. Kyogre. Kyogre. I wish that was a Pokemon. Kyogre. And, uh... <laughs> Yeah, once he uses Protect, sure. I switch into Kingdra, which 
the only re- weakness it has is fairy and dragon. Right. And with the speed, with the speed, natural speed boost from the rain, uh, it doubles the speed from like from two thirty nine to like five or like two sixty nine to five thirty eight. Okay. Oh, which oh, basically geez. means it can outspeed pretty much anything. Yeah, especially Alakazam, which has one of the highest speed stats in the entirety of the game. So it's like, geez. yeah, like a speed buffed Kingdra is a killer. Oh, definitely. Oh, definitely, but. Like, <laughs> but yeah, that's the only con- uh, thing I could come up with against a person who uses that, and especially someone who's used it for more than a turn, more than two turns. Hmm. And uh, it's really annoying. But uh, they definitely did buff the hell out of Blaziken in Gen. One stage six five or six, yeah, because Infernape was the Blaziken that we wanted in Gen five. Right. Right. Uh, but yeah, I'm playing a ton of Pokemon. Uh, went back to GTA 5 on my PC to play with some mods. That game was, it was fun to go through, but it was also like Pokemon Fire Red. I'll blaze through the story in like no problem because, or like within a, two days because of mods and whatnot. Right. Uh, also, the last game I really played was Battlefield 1 Beta. And, the one map, or was first off, it was hard to get into, like because going from Battlefield One to Battlefield Four seemed completely different, uh, like a completely different type of game. Uh, like I can pretty much hit anything that is running with a sniper rifle in Battlefield One, and basically one shot. And if it has C four on it, I can basically blow it up in one shot. Right. Um, Battlefield 1, like, the sniping mechanics in there, in the game, feels completely freaking different. It's like, I hate it. Huh. So, no, yeah, normal Battlefield games, I'll go, I'll play a sniper, a recon class, with a, basically spawning, or basically tactical insertion, or whatever. And this one, I had to switch over to medic. Like, be- just because I wanted to be able to kill something and I couldn't kill it with my sniper rifle. Like the the medics M1 Grand, I think is what it's, what it is. I don't know what the actual gun is for the game. It's a gun. Or yeah, it's a gun. You aim, you aim, you pull the trigger, and someone dies. <laughs> if you do it right, but <laughs> yeah, but. Like, having to switch to the gun that the medic has, or the, yeah, the medic class has, feels like a better sniper rifle than the actual sniper rifles. And it's terrible in that regard, but... So, Battlefield 1 was going to be a day one buy for me. Now I'm going to have to wait to see what others, see what the patches come through. Because it's the EA DICE uh, multiplayer game, so... There's going to be problems with it for the first month and a half. Six months. <laughs> Six months. Well, one question about Two, that. One, question, good DLC, though, one of the questions I have for Jake about that, did you actually have a chance to play on a map where they had to use the Zeppelins and stuff? Uh, I mean the only map? Yeah. Uh, no, I didn't. I think I got into a, a, bi, a bi plane uh, once. 
throughout the entire time I played it. Huh. And, like, or that's the thing with me in Battlefield. Like, I don't really care for vehicles. So, like, I tend to just stay away from them unless they're, like, a a bike to get me to a place where I need to go. Like, the perch up or get to an objective or something. And, uh, I'm probably gonna stay away from those from, or from, like, I like the vehicles in Battlefield mm-hmm. 1. But the game or the map was loaded with anti-vehicle weapons. Like it was something weird. Oh, that too. makes so sense. Like, or no, it was like yeah, it was like traditional battlefield that happens. But like it seemed like there was way more in the or the map than previous other battlefield games. Like there'd be a um, like a. What is it called? A mounted rocket launcher. Mm-hmm. And one um, one place, or like artillery fire. Then there'd be like a heavy machine gun, or a mounted machine gun, like 20 feet beside it. And then so forth, so on, throughout the entire map. It was like, one time there was a, a 50 cal machine gun, right, like literally right next to a, uh, I call it the vehicle destroyer. Because <laughs> it kills everything in one shot, um, a, ro- a rocket launcher, right? Like a station rocket launcher, and it's like vehicles were getting shot out of the sky, no problem. It was, I don't know if it was a m- matter of people didn't know how to fly them, or uh, the artillery was just over too powerful, or a mixture of both. But like people. Like, it was more effective using the machines to kill people, like, the, than to actually use them against the actual aircraft. And, which kind of makes you wonder, it's like, why are these here if the planes are just going to get shot at the sky in, like, seconds? Right. <laughs> yeah, so, like, it's definitely going to have to wait and see for Battlefield 1, but Gabe, what have you been playing? I've actually already went into what I've been playing like bit Gabe how are you doing <laughs> how are you doing tonight oh my gosh <laughs> well anyway let's take yeah, two on this whole thing with Good. the news since I yeah obviously did my flub ups but anyway inside the realm of gaming there has been quite a bit of news that has transpired one of the biggest I would have to say came from the PlayStation meeting that was a few days ago now, the meeting itself was sort of boring with the whole the fucking lingos and stuff, but there... As most meetings are. Yes. But there were two console announcements that were interesting. One of them being the ill-fated, you know, kind of everybody knew about it, the PlayStation 4 Slim, which comes out next week. I think it's like September 15th or something. I need to check with the notes one more time. Yeah, September 15th. It'll retail for about $299, which, that's not bad. That's going to be replacing the current PlayStation 4 model. However, there is going to be another one, the PS4 Pro, which releases November 10th for around $399. Now, on first analysis of this and stuff, you see the PlayStation 4 Pro... 
you know, it's been touted as like, okay, it's the whole 4K gaming, all this and all that and stuff like that, but, uh, yeah, I just don't know, guys. It just it just does not seem, in my honest opinion, worth the four hundred dollar price tag in in and of itself. I mean, it's basically doing like what some four K streaming stuff, some four K like uh, it's just basically for like say like it'll have its own Netflix and YouTube app and stuff, which will help do like four K stuff. Like say if you want to watch a show like I don't know what's that, like Daredevil or something, and it has the option to watch and say 4k and streaming if you have like the right tv and everything else and stuff like that you'll be able to enjoy stuff like that but when it comes to actual gaming stuff oh man it just does not it, there's only gonna be maybe few games that really support that type of feature in the long run but what do you guys think of this whole thing you know just the overall thing of the playstation meeting um I Got thought it. it was boring as shit. Yeah. I was going to uh, say two syllables. Boring. Yeah. Well. Uh, and, I mean, yeah, it was a meeting. and yep. I, I figured it would be a little more exciting than that. And, you know, it's like... I wasn't expecting something to the, the level of, like, a PSX or a yeah. Game Awards or an E3 even. But uh, I, I was expecting... some. There was, like, there was just zero energy at all. Um, you wouldn't even known there was a crowd there. Yeah. Felt like, they were just doing this, like, in their their own, like, meeting room. With just them there in front of his camera, um, yeah, it just the whole thing felt flat. And then just the announcements. I mean, we knew what we pretty much knew what these were going for the most part. What they're going to be. Yep. Um, to me though, just kind of going through some of these, the specs about it's not actually even going to run true 4K. Yep. It's twice as powerful as a. Uh, it's supposed to be about twice as powerful um, than a regular four, uh, PS4 right now, which barely runs 1080p. Some games do. Well, some games um, do, yeah. So twice the power, it's still half the power of a 4K. 4K is four times more powerful than 1080, give or take a little bit. Yeah. Um, so you're still about maybe half, maybe a little bit less maybe, than what true 4K is. Um, they did. They said nothing about 60 frames per second, how things run like that. Just said that it's going to be... Yeah, at four, at four, around 4K, you want games to be... 60 FPS or higher. Yeah, but they they didn't talk anything about that. They talked about uh, CPU overclocking or not CPU GPUs things like that. Um, I don't. I, there's a lot of problems. I mean, I'm just going through the press conference really overall. Like I said, boring, flat, no energy. But a couple things. Not, not before we even get to really the console stuff that concerned me was that when they were talking about how they wanted to keep the the standard and the pro compatible, they always said they always used. Um, their goal or the, will attempt to keep these things compatible. Yeah. Um, so they never said that 100% for sure. They always said goal. And right now, I, I bet they are planning on, like, we're never going to, like, they're always going to have the same things. But, I mean, with that, they can't, like, I, mean, I understand what they're doing. So you're going to protect yourself from a lawsuit because I'm sure you can't do, you can't do 100% kind of things like that. you got to be careful with your wording. Um, but I didn't like that. That concerns me. Um, no 4K Blu-ray player, which I don't think is a big deal, but the fact that the Xbox One S has a has a 4K Blu-ray player in it, right? And both like, these things are something that's created by Sony. That's yeah, really fucking that nuts. Has. That's really fucking nuts, that's like dude. One of those nuts things. Yeah, I don't think it's a I, big deal not to have it. I, like I said, I think it's only important. It's a big people make a big deal because Xbox One S has it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's like I think uh, it's a big deal. I just don't know how big. Yeah. I guess I don't know how big the market is for 4K Blu-rays. Like, not that the market's big for, but it's, it's a big deal because, like you said, it's Sony's thing. 
and not to like interrupt you, but just like oh, yeah. add on to what you're saying, like, uh, like when I was watching this, I feel like they're trying to sell me more than on the game console itself. H what HDR is, and also 4K TVs. Oh yeah. it's very strange to me that they would not have a 4K Blu-ray player in there, whatever it's called. You know what? HD. Yeah, Ultra HD. It's just kind of strange, but I mean, it's not like a. That's not the worst part of this thing to me. But it is strange. If I may, yeah, if I may intercept so the conversation just for a second and stuff, the whole, the whole feel of this whole like uh, meeting and stuff like that just felt like old Sony sort of say for their advertisings as like stuff products that we probably didn't didn't even want, you know, to try to ask for or something like that, but them just explaining it sort of like uh, over, ex- like an over, like, uh, explanation of things. I mean, right now, they're doing kind of the same thing as how Microsoft, like, when they first announced the Scorpio for E3 and stuff and all the, some of the confusion coming out of there, this really seemed like a very confusing sort of explanation stuff for the whole PlayStation 4 Pro I mean, hell, even come the holidays, this thing's going to be fucking hard to explain to the casual consumer. So it's like... <laughs> yeah, um, I agree. It, it's... Yeah, it's it's a weird thing. I don't know, I, I think it could be confusing. I would say, honestly, if I was going to buy a PS4, if I didn't have one already, I'd probably just spend the extra hundred bucks for this. Of course, yeah. Um, then I, I would agree. for the, the new Slim. Um, but yeah, there's no reason to upgrade, really. I mean cool like we're getting i mean if it looks prettier that's nice but it's not like it's not it's not the selling point to me go ahead totally i was gonna say like so that what you're saying is like that's also something that i remember we were talking about and like asking for that like wanting like if uh, something does get announced it's like not that big of a deal yeah like so you don't feel like you have to upgrade so like it, it, it seems, like, underwhelming, but maybe it's also, like, a good thing at the same time. No, like, I would say it, it's underwhelming. It, it, there's, I'm in a weird spot where, like, yeah, like, I'd be pissed if, like, this is, like, a new big thing and it makes you have to get one. Yeah. Um, like, it's that big of a leap. But it's, like, it's just, it's just, like, wow, that's it? Like, to me, this is no, this is a, on the par. It's a more powerful Xbox One S. Yep. The Xbox One S has all these things, all the exact same things this will do, actually, and more. And it's a hundred dollars less. And it's just, it's 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 not as powerful. And I guess I mean graphically, I understand like that's all that's a big deal. But to, to me, it's like the the new 3ds. You don't need it. No. Yeah. Which is a little more powerful. I see the 3ds with that better selling point with the, with the nub though on it. <laughs> it sort of does. That's, that's a good point. It changed the way that's you play. It. At least it changed the way you play the games. This does, this changes nothing. That's true. Like this kind of came out as a thud, and I am happy with it in a certain sense like that. Like and we were talking, we were talking months about how I thought it would be important that Nintendo announce before the Neo was announced or shown off, revealed, whatever, or and like, or at least not too close to it. But I mean, like, I don't think it fucking matters. Matter. Like this was like so bad. I think like if if the Nintendo came out and like blew us away, like it would be it would. This might be the perfect time to do it because like this was such a big thud. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, and I with just going back to like what, what they were talking about, like they're talking about the GPUs and the overclocking. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't I'm gonna kind of like over generalize, kind of, I don't know, yeah. uh, blanket statement kind of thing where like the vast majority of console gamers don't give a fuck about overclocking or GPU or don't even know what it means. So, and yeah, the people that like, the, yeah, the people that do know that stuff are PC gamers, and they have better 
versions of these already. So who the well, fuck see, that's the who's thing, this though, for? Like, I, I buy a console not to play all the coolest games and whatnot. I play it to, one, communicate easier with my friends. Yeah. Uh, and two, to play it on the same level. Like, with everybody. If I, like, if I play on a PS4, I play Battlefield or Call of Duty or something. And I know exactly what that person's using. He's using a PS4 or yeah, Xbox One or yeah. whatnot. With a PC, though, it's... It's, there's so many varieties, so many upgrades, so many parts and overclocking and whatnot that am I at a disadvantage? Yeah, it's the point where disadvantage. Yeah. Or because if it runs bad, faster, as you're playing on 30 frames a second, maybe maybe it does play 60 frames a second. I mean, yeah, they, they have an advantage like, right there, in like Call of Duty or something like that, mm-hmm. especially in those fast-paced. And, and the slim, real quick, just add like now you can uh, play wired, and that's. Will be faster. Impulse, yeah, wire yeah. controllers really are faster. Than, yep, faster than wireless. That, because that's a big deal for people playing fighting games and stuff. Yeah, like I don't know. It's like I just it's feel like, like this is such a weird thing. Like it doesn't feel like like someone who, to me, anyways, like someone who's winning the console race or whatever. Yeah, it, it feels odd. Like no, this feels like a total release from left from left field. I think that Sony was completely like caught off guard by the Scorpio announcement by Microsoft My because Microsoft just couldn't couldn't essentially say, you know what? Yeah, you have this round, but we're gonna go ahead and invest in the future with the next one by announcing the Scorpio at E three like they did. Sony kind of like scrambled with what in the hell they have to do with their Neo and. uh yeah, they had to try to pinpoint the release date this year with the whole VR stuff, which they have pushing for it, and it just seems it's going to be very sloppy coming from just for the rest of 2016 with the whole pro and the whole VR stuff with it. You know, it's it's really a bad misstep in direction here for Sony. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it's bad for us, but yeah. no one else, like you were saying, cares or notices these things. Yeah. And it won't even be a big deal. I know. Yeah, I mean, I'm to, the best for them. Come Black Friday, but like a mother, to uh, us, it's like mother kind of, of a twelve-year-old. Okay. Was that Jake? Goes it? Uh, yeah, but to, um, for a mother of a twelve-year-old on Black Friday, who wants a P- like whose child wants a PS4, she's probably gonna get the Pro just because it's. There. No, I would yeah, think I she think would rather get the Slim because it's a hundred dollars cheaper. Or, no, de- definitely going to get the Slim. The Slim comes with Uncharted Four as well as a package. Yeah. Does it? Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, like though. I'm thinking of, there's going to be a Black Friday sale and whatnot. Whatever. It's like, th- well, the point is, general consumer isn't going to know any better, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't think this thing is going to bomb, though. Honestly, I think. I, I think it's going to be just kind of... Yeah, I think it's going to be more of the same. It's just now Especially there's a cheaper PS4 out there. there. Yeah. I'm curious to see like how it does compare to the Slim. Yeah. That, those are no. the numbers I want to see when it, come, when it comes yeah, to... Yeah, de- definitely. But for me, like, I was going to buy the PS4 Pro or Neo or whatever at day one for 4K. That purchase is out the window now. I'm going to be getting a slim, not because of the 4K, but for my controller ports messing up, my display port for my P- or from on the back of my Xbox One. Uh, if the table jiggles or if the machine jiggles from the vibrations of the machine, uh, there's picture. 
and that extra 4K, which I originally wanted, is the bonus. So it's like, yeah, PS- Sony lost that sale for me. Xbox, yeah, for for me, uh, and Xbox gained it up, and I keep the extra hundred dollars. Well, you know what? In a way, it kind of made me want to try to go forth again an Xbox One S. Why? Because it's yeah. like oh, definitely getting that One S. Why? Because it's like I know. I know for the whole aspect, it's just the remodel things. I can get the original model for cheaper, but at the same time, it's like, at least this gives me the options where I could play, like, say, Ultra H, like, HD, like, discs if I wanted to, play the various games that they have, plus the holiday coming in here. You got games like ReCore, you got Forza, you got Gears, and then you have, like, titles possibly like Cuphead releasing by the end of the year. It's like, from... A consumer standpoint, if you're going to be shopping for, like, somebody, like, say for your teenager or something like that, after they get their good grades and do this shit and stuff, the Xbox One S looks way more appealing than, say, a PS4 Neo come down the line. Because it's $100 cheaper, you get the games that you want. That just sounds like a better deal to me. I think right now, since I just noticed this on GameStop's website, uh, October 7th, Gears of War 4... They have a limited edition two terabyte uh, Xbox One S bundle. Ooh. The machine's red has the cog symbol on it for four hundred and fifty dollars. Wow! The normal price of a two terabyte Xbox One Slim is the same as the PS Pro. <laughs> oh wow! And there yeah. you go. Yeah, like like Gabe was saying, or Jack Gables, whatever. Um, is yeah, I, I agree. I think the I think the the Scorpio really caught off guard. I think even to a certain point, the Xbox One S for what it was going to do. I think we all knew the Slim is coming for both these uh, consoles this year. But I think as far as what, they, what, what Xbox gonna... took the the Slim and Pro and put them in the same machine. Yeah, mm-hmm. basically, and hundred dollars less. I think at that point, you know, you're a, a couple months out from announcing the damn things. The thing is probably already in somewhat production or close to production. You're, there's no going back at that point. You know, people were talking and guessing that. They didn't announce the PS4 Pro at E3 because of the Scorpio announcement, um, and I think I don't think that was actually the case. Then I think it's just, which is they it's funny because we actually found out about the Neo first, but that does not mean that Sony did not obviously find out about the Scorpio. Scorpio probably started way before the Neo. And they yeah. found out about caught wind of it, even though we found out about the Neo first. Scorpio was actually an older idea than that. But we just didn't know what the tech was going to be part of. Basically, what was what the insides were going to be until E three. Well, true. And then well, just, that, just the idea of it itself, though. It's yeah. an upgraded like PS four. Yeah, this is like, they knew that like quite a while ago. Yeah, and I, I still think it's like you're saying. I agree with you. I'm just saying like it's to me it looked like the opposite, but in reality, like it, it looked like to me like Scorpio was. Oh, maybe we got to do something because of Neo, but I think actually in reality it was. I don't think the Neo was actually a thing before the Scorpio was. I like the it makes more sense first, and, but we just got like Neo was first. Was well, yeah, it makes sense. The that Xbox was doing something first because they're the ones losing by a wide margin in this generation. And they so the ones that want to move on faster. Microsoft oh yeah, they forced Sony's hand yeah. before it's they wanted to. But because yeah. Sony has gone ahead and just uh, going forward with the PlayStation 4 Pro and stuff like that, it kind of future-proofs like Microsoft in a way where they have a almost like a year from now for the Scorpio. I mean, this thing is going to be hopefully powerful 
enough to, you know, just basically do what they wanted to do and stuff in terms of, like, PS4 stuff, but at the same time, I'm just wondering what the hell the games are going to be like on the Scorpio, you know, because... I will... Yeah. I think it's... I, think it's, I will be surprised if Xbox keeps Xbox One name for Scorpio. Yeah. I think it's new consoles generation. I, I, I think so, too. The show, I think so, too. And, like, uh, maybe that could actually help Sony when, like, you know, if they make PS5 or whatever. Yeah. Okay, uh, with that said, um, what I, do you think... When do you think is the next console generation going to be? Is it going to be 2017? 2017, Scorpio. NX. Yeah. Really? NX, Scorpio coming out that year. Yeah. So you think this is the smallest... Uh, console generation? Yes. Uh, well, Xbox, the Xbox 360 was only no. four years. Xbox 360 was... 2005, 2000, 2000, Xbox came out in 2001, 360 came out in 2005. I don't think there's going to be a clear line at all. I think PlayStation's going to be something different than uh, Microsoft, different timing, everything like that. Like, they have the upgraded thing. Nintendo is always doing its own thing. It's starting first, 2017. Uh, we don't know much about that or anything. I think Tyler, I think Tyler to a certain extent had a point when it's when it came to like say the shortest console like uh, generational things and stuff like that for a full like generation stuff. Xbox did have the original one like from its initial release from that November of two thousand one upwards to like two thousand five when it just dropped off pretty much for favor of the three sixty that yeah, following Xbox, year. It sold fine, but not compared to the, you know PS two that point it didn't, it didn't you know it got blown out of the water yes, so yes. Looking, definitely that generation 15 years later we're looking at the exact same situation so maybe they're looking at 360 with big turnaround we got a we got an advantage maybe it's a year maybe it's two years who knows to be perfect who knows how long, yeah. it's like to be perfectly honest with you it's like 2017 does sound like the type of year where it's going to be like another console generation because here you had like the wii u that pretty much flopped but at least 2012 it's going to be at least having some big name titles like in 2017, but that's pretty much like it for that console. Like when I want NXO. a Pokemon Coliseum for 2017 for an NX. Yeah, hopefully. I want a version of Pokemon Coliseum. Pokemon Coliseum was a pretty bad With game. Scorpio and NX coming like 2017, it's going to be pretty interesting <laughs> what uh, Sony's going to do next here. Yeah, I think uh, the next couple months with the NX announcement, reveal, whatever, and then, you know, you got the next E3 with the Scorpio uh, reveal. Um, it's going to be an interesting next, you know, nine months in gaming. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I, I'm just not, I'm not uh, curious about the Scorpio. Curious, obviously we know the Neo is now. I'm just curious if it's not excited anymore. I, I'm not. I'm only excited for the NX. I'm just curious if it's if it's like a new Xbox One or if it's a new generation. Yeah, that's the only thing I'm curious about. I, I just I don't even really know if there will be traditional generations anymore. The thing no, that, I think this is probably yeah, the, like I think it's 2013. I think, think they're all going to turn, with the exception for Nintendo. I think they're all just going to turn into PCs or Steam machines, basically. Well, that'd be kind of depressing too, because it's oh, it's like all about fucking power and frame rates and all the other shit. I it's like give me. Some different types of like gameplay experiences here besides how, yeah, what I mean, makes it look pretty. Is as boring as the meeting was in like discovering, like what it was. Like it's, I don't know, it's just not exciting. 
Yeah. There's no, there's no, I had no excitement, and I still... There's nothing to be excited about. It's just doom and gloom. I mean, I don't really give a like shit how much, like, like how many fucking floppies are in your sucker damn really console here. I want to get some... Stronger and stronger, okay. <laughs> I just want I, I don't even give a shit. I just, like, yeah, what, what are we going to change, you know? So, like, I've talked about several times, like, look at all the shit that the last generation brought to us. I think that was a huge change uh, to the gaming with the online play, the with the uh, Xbox Live Arcade, PlayStation Store, things like that. Yeah. Uh, you know, this generation brought us streaming and HD remakes. HD remakes, yeah. So I, I mean, a couple of little minor things, yeah. But like those are the two big things that came out was online was streaming and the share play stuff, and then yeah, yeah. HD remakes. So honestly, if, like if it was just me talking about this, like the meeting, it would been like twenty seconds. Like I was like, eh. this shouldn't even been a meeting. It's kind of like it brought it up so just on to the next a, topic, you know. Like it was, I actually watched it from the beginning to the end. I did live, too. And I, was I like, avoided spoilers yeah. too, just just because I did, I thought was was, I was expecting a game announcement. I mean, the Andromeda stuff was like really the only thing exciting that came out of it to me. Yeah, it wasn't even that exciting. Um, and it's like don't even really this. I think making it a meeting gave it some bigger un, unreal expectations. We were expecting something more than that. Kind of like a real press conference. Yeah, we were expecting, you know, like, you're expecting, like, something big, and it's just, this what should have been, like, a video. What it needed is, like, a Nintendo Direct, the new Nintendo 3DS, but PS4 Pro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a quick little thing. It shows you it's a little better here, a little better there. You can hook up to your 4K if you want to. That's it. Yeah, and, like, we talked about, bucks. we talked about, forever everybody's talked about, it, was like, how are they going to talk us into buying this without pissing off the old people? <laughs> they didn't do any of that. They no, didn't they didn't. the old people, and I don't think they really... They didn't talk to anybody really into buying it outside of people that don't have a PS4. That's, yeah, they did nothing. It that. just seems like to me that they're going to be pissing off a whole bunch of their early adopters for this fucking console still. I'm not mad at all. I don't, I just don't give a shit about it. That's just right. Also, right now, right now, go to, be, you can get, go to Best Buy or BestBuy.com, buy a 4K, a 43-inch 4K TV for $300. Huh. Now I'm good. I'll wait. <laughs> no, too bad I already have a new TV here, so it's like, yeah. fuck. <laughs> I mean, uh, that's the point. It's like, it's not a bad deal. No, it's, it's not. Like it's, yeah, no, you, it's you not. Can tell, they're affordable. You can tell 4K gaming is coming soon. Yeah. Like, uh, we TV all thought 3D, game, 3D gaming was coming soon, too. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> look how come that on. Way. You can't compare. I'm talking about 3D. 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 Yeah. Justin was trying to pull out his 3DS. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, I mean, to be fair, 3D gaming did come. And went with a 3DS. Yeah. Can, can we talk true. about the most exciting thing about video games that came out this week at a press conference? Well, I yes. Why don't we go we ahead and just move on to our next topic since we pretty much wrapped up the PlayStation meeting in a nutshell. Inside of the Apple press conference that was recently held this week, there was a little surprise. Other than, say, the iPhone 7, which, hey, no headphone jack. <laughs> I don't give a that shit. That was a surprise at all. But... Hey, that's a courage, okay? <laughs> courage to get rid of. I mean, it's, it's a ballsy move. Bigger, bigger than anything Martin Luther King ever did. Okay? We all agree upon that. Oh, come wow. on. <laughs> Jim Gaming does or not Jackie control Robinson. the actions and speech just, yeah, of yeah. what Tyler Clinton says. <laughs> I 100% agree. Hey, Jake hey, he didn't take we, headphones out of my cell phone. We all support everyone equally. We all hate you. Oh, man. Okay. Rosa, Rosa Park didn't take headphones on my cell phone. Well, anyway, back on topic. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Inside the middle of the Apple press conference, the main man himself, from one of the main men from himself, ah, oh, god damn it, 
<laughs> Nintendo's own Shigeru Miyamoto, there I got it on my system, came out on stage and introduced a Mario game on an iOS device. Super Mario Runner is coming this December, apparently. <laughs> and I'm excited. It actually looks pretty fucking cool. <laughs> Did you guys watch it? Yeah. Six minute check. Oh, I thought I'd see There's the press conference. There's a lot conference. of clapping at the end. I didn't watch the press conference. I just watched the trailer. It is trailer. quintessentially oh. in the styles of, like, the new Super Mario Brothers, right? But it's Mario constantly running, and it's, like, independent, like, themed levels that you can go through from beginning to end. That? What was that jungle game? Temple Run. Temple uh, Run? Where you had... Or what was it? Temple, Temple Run? Run? Temple Run, yes. Top down, third person. Yeah. Yeah. This is... This is like 2D side-scrolling, though. Yeah. It's it's the same... Same concept. Yeah. You're constantly... Yeah, yeah totally. You're moving. These kind of like... Instead of left or right, you uh, hit it real quick, do like a small jump. This right. Like you on a normal button, and then you hold it for like a, a big jump. Well, I mean, really all this game, though, is just a, is a Flappy Bird rip-off. So. Well, actually... Uh, the exact same pipes. I, now you sold me. <laughs> What, what do you think about coming to iOS first? I think it's I think it's a, a smart decision. Oh yeah, it's bigger. You got there's three billion smartphones out there in the world, so I mean, makes sense to go out. Apple though. Well, Apple let's think about it this no, way. But it's coming to Android eventually. But it's just interesting. It's kind of a yeah. Because Nintendo always talks about how like they they uh, love Apple's like you know they tried they tried it's interesting how mimicking. Yeah. yeah, they it's saw how happy. well Pokemon Go did on iOS and stuff. That's one of their strong IPs. So if they put forth their strongest IP going forth on that iOS device, it's pretty much a smart move. I mean, they pretty much reshuffled their invest, entire invest, mobile invest. strategy after like the success of Pokemon Go. <laughs> invest in Nintendo now, then a month after or two weeks after uh, Mario Run is out get out. Yeah, it's too late, man. You should have invested like <laughs> six months ago. Oh, definitely. Because it went up way crazy and went down well, a little yeah. bit and now it went up again. Yeah, about but with Pokemon Go, oh, like, it skyrocketed and then crashed like Because now you wouldn't later. want to buy it because it's expensive. Over yeah, I mean, say now when, while it's cheaper than it will be. Yeah. It's not going to, I doubt it'll go down any further. Yeah, I'm just kind of curious, like how the free to play elements are going to be. That's the only thing. I'm, if it, if, it, if it's like five bucks or something, I, I hope it's. I honestly hope it's not free to play. I don't think there's free to play. It's, it's like more like a demo than like you can just buy, outright buy the whole game. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. I like that. That's what I've heard. Because I honestly would love this game on my on my iPhone if it, if it was like a five dollar like hundred levels and like they release more levels for like a dollar or something like that. Should I wonder like, how much a pack? I was thinking five to ten bucks. Yeah, I, that'd be a fu- fun. You get the full point. game, ten bucks or whatever. Yeah, I'm just yeah. That's the only thing I'm curious. Like, this is gonna be a free to play thing, or is this gonna be like kind of like a temple run? And that, they like talked a, about it. I that, think they said it was like a demo. Oh, okay. I'm, I, pretty, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Okay, that's why I've heard though. But like, so is this probably eventually gonna come to like 3ds? As you think, or? Uh, I think, I think any game now that comes on mobile will be on the NX. Yeah, well, that is. more than likely, it'll probably be on the NX but sooner or later. I don't know if it'll come to the 3ds. I don't think there's a reason to have it on 3DS. You have buttons on there. Well, I mean, like, po- the Pokemon I mean, Shuffle came to the iPhone and Android later on, so I wonder if... Yeah. 
I mean, it could do. I mean, it would make sense with the Wii U or the 3DS with the touchscreen. I guess that would be. Yeah, you could. I mean, why not put it on there? That's yes, what I mean. I agree like, with that's, you totally. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I would put on all of them. I could see, like, free-to-play elements coming forth with, say, new individual worlds and stuff like that for Mario to play on and stuff, but I could see this game being charged maybe $4.99 or something for it in its entirety, and then, like, an extra, say, a dollar, maybe $1.99 or something for extra worlds and stuff, so it's going to be... It's going to have its free-to-play, like, sort of elements stuff, but, man, it's going to be interesting, I think, to go forth with it. Alright, should I get an 8K TV? You might as well. An 8K I want to see... <laughs> Dude, the shit is expensive. It's $2,000. Oh my god. I'm almost positive it will beat Pokemon Go. In <laughs> quickness of downloads and everything. I'm curious... Uh, yeah, Mario's definitely to see what it will leading. Do. Like, I don't Nintendo one franchise. billion people. There's no I don't doubt think it it's... will just because of like the social aspect of Pokemon Go. That's I, I, took I mean, consideration yeah, that, the same but you time. underestimate the power of Mario here. But at the <laughs> no, same I... time, like Pokemon's very like a niche thing. But yeah, it totally was. Pokemon Go is different because, like you said, the social. Oh yeah, privacy. like Pokemon Shuffle. Everybody walk around. Did do shit on on I, you know, like, I, I devices it and didn't. Android. I mean. And it's fine, but compared to what other thing, other big games out there yeah. have done, but I think the social aspect, like Ingress, like the same thing, the social yeah. aspect of that. Made That's why I'm, I'm curious like, about see what an actual more traditional game does with a, a huge character. Yeah, I, I am curious because we haven't really curious. had one. This is the first big popular video game character on a mobile device. I'd be surprised mm. if there wasn't one billion, like real, like within. But I think it depends much. on what it is, though. I mean, if it's, like, a demo, then I don't think it'll be... I don't know how... I don't know. I just think if, there, if it's a free-to-play thing with a lot... With a lot... Like, with a deep... Not deep levels, but a bunch of things to do in this game, then I, I think it could be big, yeah. But if it's just, like, 20 levels or a little tiny thing, I don't know how... I don't know. Yeah. I, I, it's there are different modes to talk about. Okay. So, from what... From what I've come to, like... From what I come to understand, in terms of like say the level structure and design, it's sort of like how when you played a game like say Super Mario Bros. Deluxe, it had sort of like a speed, like a little mini game or something where you can like outrace stuff, the boo and stuff like that, and try to go through courses. As yeah, for the Game Boy Color, like say as fast as you can. It's sort of like how that is for Super Mario Runner in terms for how you progress through it. Only the difference is Mario is constantly running and you touch the screen and try to hold down to see how high you can jump and do this and do that up until you reach the end of the flagpole and stuff. Yeah. So I, I want to... It's like pushing a button. Yeah. Yeah. It's like pushing a jump button. Yep. I, I'm I'm uh, curious what you guys think of the... Uh, basically those Pokemon Go device things you can buy are now already obsolete with the Pokemon Go going to the, the, uh, the iPod or the iWatches Apple Watch. Oh. <laughs> like, uh, what the fuck's think, the point of buying this thing I now? I think the Go thing will be much more profitable and uh, better because not many people have uh, Pokemon Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, the, Pokemon Watch. Uh, Apple Watch. Yeah, but I, I just I think... Like, that has them. My brother had them. The, the Apple Watch? Yep. I said, no, a lot of people just sold them. Did they? Yeah, a lot of people. Lot they of people got rid of them. Like, they weren't like, like they don't like them because they're too big. Um, I don't know. I just think that it's just like no, but I agree. If you have like an Apple Watch, what the fuck's it? Or like, yeah, are you considering getting them? Was like, yeah, I, don't know, I thought that was kind of weird. Unless you have like side by side or something. Well, why would you I need both? <laughs> like, if you have one, you don't need the other. I don't know. That's true. That's I guess. A good question. Like, I don't know how it runs on the Apple Watch. 
I think like, it's just gonna run like an uh, like because it's like on game. a phone, then you have the same problem when you do with a phone. So it would be useful to have the, the Pokemon thing. Yeah, I think it'd just be better because you have a screen. I guess. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. But just like having a phone, though. Yeah. Like you have the same problems with that. I guess the benefit of the Apple with the Apple Watch though is you don't have to worry about like, draining your cell phone battery. Yeah, because you, you want to use it for other things as well. Yeah. yeah. True. Yeah, the Apple Watch. I think you got you have a watch on your fucking phone, so uh, <laughs> and also you can call people with it and do other important like things. Like a cell phone uh, a wearable, you know? Yeah. It's like uh, weird. I don't know. I just said that was kind of a funny thing. Oh no, yeah, I thought about that too. I yeah. That. I was just like, oh, okay. That thing doesn't. No, I don't care what <laughs> that thing sucks already. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, don't know. I was just curious about that part. Yeah. I just think I think it just serves a different purpose. Yeah. Than what the I, iPhone are. Apple Watch or like your cell phone will do. I still don't know what the benefits of it are. Like I don't either. Like, but I have heard that it does something different. Like somehow, but yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Apple Watch. Apple Watch. <laughs> Apple Apple Watch too. So Jake, did you have anything yeah. to say about it? Nah, man. Um, I'm just listening to them just say Apple Watch. <laughs> Apple Watch. Twatch. It's Apple Twatch. Get it right. Twatch. Apple Twatch. <laughs> there you go. Martin Luther King never made an Apple Twatch. Just saying. No, I, can't stand, I can't stand Apple Watches. People who use them are generally douchebags. Oh, that's... I don't know what that means. You have an Apple Watch? No. Well, I don't know. I'm just saying... I don't know where I'm going with uh, uh, the people that I've encountered that have Apple Watches are genuinely douchebags. They smell their own farts? Dude, who does they, they, uh, Yeah, I, I personally have to put mine in a cup. <laughs> put in the fridge, freeze it. Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> anyway, we got about two more topics here. I'm going to go ahead and just... Uh... Go we're running a little long, buddy. We're running up against the uh, lips in the this this month, so we might. Are we? This one. Okay. Yeah, we gotta do we gotta do five shows this week. Oh, this <laughs> five month. shows this week. Oh fuck. <laughs> yeah, no, we definitely be out. No, we gotta do five shows this month, so we're gonna be cutting pretty close this month. Quickies. Okay. All right. Just let's just say a quick thing. Let's see. Interplay, the old company that produced games like Earthworm Jim and stuff like that, they're selling off their IPs. <laughs> So, Nintendo, somebody please grab work from Jim. Hopefully, and last. That's what I want to say. That's all I care about. Hope I just want to see the Justin be depressed when fucking like Xbox, Konami or Capcom buys Konami. Him. Capcom. Buys him. <laughs> I didn't even think about Microsoft. Microsoft be the best. I was they just, thinking they wouldn't do it. Grab it. Yeah, they wouldn't do shit with it. They make them make I shitty know. Connect games. All right, Capcom get it. But last but not least, the last one. Sega. Apparently, Sony has said no to Bethesda for releasing mod support for the PS4 copies of Fallout 4 and the remastered Skyrim. Hmm. Well, that sucks and stuff for like the PS4 users, but at the same time... Yeah, it, it definitely does suck. But. but then again, this is Bethesda we're talking about. They had trouble fucking to, like handling the games on the PS3. Well, it's not time. Bethesda's call. They they have the mods. Well, I know, I know. Yeah, the mod the mod support and the mods are actual everywhere for the Xbox. Yeah, they are. And that's I've I've played around with a little bit of that. And dude, if I ever do get like another Xbox One or something like that, I really think I should just get Fallout Four again and just get all that other shit. But 
Anyway, that about does it for this week's topics. I'll just just go quickly over the retro game of the week, which is Kirby's Adventure. Kirby's Adventure, an old NES game. Really fun. A lot of creative levels, and it has, like, some levels have, like, little side-scrolling things, especially in, like, World 3. World 3 has a stage and stuff where it just has... Where you're just racing like Kirby and stuff across this like little castle like tower or something like that, and then the screen in the back just like it scrolls and stuff, and you're just going like uh, it gives you the illusion of like going like up a tower or something like that, just quick and stuff. It just takes so much time to go progressing through. But anyway, I like the game because there was just a it was just like one of the first games and stuff where Kirby had his ability like to. Like use the abilities of the enemies that uh, he eats and stuff, and it's just so fun. Just like going through a stage, just like tackling little pieces of it and stuff. Like say, when I'm on break and just go and just use like the flame, like Kirby ability and stuff. Just go like zooming across the stage and doing this shit and that. But it's also one of the first games that includes like uh, Meta Knight and stuff, and the whole like battle between you and him and stuff. <laughs> It is definitely one of my favorite, like, uh, like NES games when it comes to that regard because it's it's fun, it's easy to understand and stuff, and it can get quite challenging towards the end the end parts of the game. So my retro game of the week is Kirby's Adventure. Great game. Yes, definitely a great game indeed. Now, if you want to get a hold of us, or if you want to try to check out some of our other types of content here. We have we are on Twitter, on Facebook, on Twitch. Our Twitter handle is Gen Gaming Pod. On Facebook, we have a Facebook group called Gen Gaming Podcast. And on Twitch, whenever we want to use our Twitch account and stuff, Gen Gaming Podcast as well. So this has come to an end for episode one sixty eight. I have been your host, the Jack of Hearts. I was Tyler. How you doing, Gables? <laughs> My name is Justin. My name is Jake. How, How you, you been doing, doing Gables? Gables? <laughs> well, GG, everyone. <laughs> Bitch, you stole my line. Sorry. <laughs> I was, yeah. Later. GG, Alan. You guys have a good day or night or How morning you doing? or evening, whatever it is. We got a brand new collaboration here. <laughs>